0: Today's show is brought to you by. Hey, Billy Bonham here, owner of Pizza Classics, located in downtown Kyle. We've been serving our community since the 90s and proudly support local Hayes athletics. At Pizza Classics, we do things the old school hard way because I think it makes a better product for our customers. Dough is made fresh daily and veggies are always hand cut. We shed our 100% whole milk mozzarella in house as well as make our own sauce from scratch. Lastly, we bake on stone. Doing it the right way takes some extra time, but we let our product do the talking. Thanks for your business. I truly appreciate it. Entertaining shows with content that spreads information and sparks discourse throughout the community. This is the Pearl Media Network. Welcome to the Kyle Life Podcast. The only podcast dedicated to showcasing what makes Kyle, Texas unique. We interview local business owners, politicians, and talk with everyday residents to further promote our beautiful city. This podcast is brought to you by KyleLife.com and is proudly part of the Pearl Media Network. We thank you for tuning in today. Now sit back and enjoy the show. Hey guys, Joshua here with Cow Life, and today we're recording from the Pearl Media Network Studios located in West Kyle. Joining me for this episode is Angela Lloyd-Blassett, the founder and director of Huds for Hope Today, a nonprofit special news community providing outlet for socialization, resources, and parent support. Angela, thanks for coming on the show.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm so glad to get you in. We've been talking for a while, and I'd like to start this by having you tell us more about yourself and what led to the creation of Huds for Hope Today.
1: Well, I am a mother of a special needs child who is now in high school, and this journey has been a very interesting journey. It's made me grow as a as an individual, and it has helped me understand uh, people and children in a capacity that I never knew before. Right. So it really opened my heart. And Kyle is a wonderful young man uh, who will light up the world with his smile every time you see him. And so, you know, I've had uh, 25 years of experience, you know, in mortgage financing.
0: That's your background.
1: That's my background.
0: Okay. Okay. That is definitely different from the nonprofit sector, I'm sure.
1: It's very different. (laughs) But with that said, you know, my experience for 16 years has also been within the special need uh, community. Right. And so with both of those, um, I've journeyed through life in back in September of 2000 and, 14 my journey um decided to take a turn and with that said god just really moved my heart to continue what we started back in february of 2011 when we created hugs for hope today in san antonio
0: oh so so the organization um is from 11 2011 like the beginnings of it
1: that's when we started it uh with the hopes uh to help single mothers and Families with Special Needs Children. We moved to Kyle, uh, Texas in about two years ago, uh, exactly two years ago this month. So you're still
0: pretty new to the area.
1: <laughs> right. I'm, I'm getting to know people and, and really getting connected in the community myself. And when we moved here, um, we really didn't know anyone. Right. So we moved here as a family uh, with a special needs child. And it came to my attention very quickly that there was a tremendous need for um, connectedness, you know, within our community for families of special needs children.
0: Right. Like you mean there there wasn't a solution in the area is what you mean.
1: No, I didn't. didn't find uh, any anything locally, you know, here in our county. Maybe
0: Austin. Or-
1: right. They, you know, there's there's definitely a lot of resources in Austin Mm -hmm. but as uh as a single mom I wanted you know to kind of stay in my community and uh commuting to
0: Austin for anything is awful
1: yeah so (laughs) I you know I just kind of um maneuver through the first year really getting to know people and and uh you know being in my community and then in like I said in September of 2014 It really, really um, weighed on my heart. And God really moved me to take that next leap with hugs. And so we actually began trying to get recognition here in the community as we were developing and growing the organization. And we had our first annual Hug a Family for the holidays in December for Christmas. So, I mean, that's a quick time
0: to, from September to December. To, I mean, you you did just jump right into it.
1: We did, um, because I knew in September when God moved me that we were going to move fast. Yeah, it was going to happen. It was going to happen, <laughs> and I was very excited about it. So we began, um, you know, starting to get uh, out in the community, and uh, we helped six families during Hug hug a Family for the Holidays by uh, providing full entire holiday meal for their families and along with that, presents, Christmas presents for the entire uh, families.
0: Like I had mentioned, jumping, I mean, September to December is not a whole lot of planning time. Was that the services you offered that december were those something you had already kind of thought you wanted to do or did that all kind of just work out like oh hey we could do this for these families or we could find families in needs like what was the initial thought when you hit the ground running in september
1: well interesting that you ask i actually had a a, a student that had graduated that was started following me on facebook and she reached uh-huh. out to me and she goes well what are you going to do for for christmas with your nonprofit and I said, well, we're actually, you know, really trying to get the organization started. Right. I really didn't think about it. And so, in, in fact, it was only like the first week of December that we had uh, started preparation. So we had about two weeks, two and a half weeks. And I reached out. Which is not a lot of time. It's <laughs> not. So I started reaching out in the community and was able to locate. Um, six families that were, you know, in need. And, and I started reaching out to our community and got donations and the community started coming together. And it was a joyful time because seeing these families, you know, just the smiles and the gratitude on their heart, you know, it was an amazing experience. One, it was Christmas. But two, I knew that the beginning of Hugs was just starting.
0: And what an awesome feeling to have in such – I mean, I know the background uh, of your organization is back to 2011, but it didn't really take foot till September of 14.
1: That's correct. So what a good
0: feeling to have in that short amount of time. And, and uh, going with that, that it wasn't that long ago, What what is – y'all's current status and what what is the plans like what is today what does hugs for hope today look like today
1: okay so today um hugs for hope today community outreach Mm -hmm. is um in its uh, process of getting our 501c3 approved
0: not a fun process when you're (laughs) i mean it takes time doesn't it
1: it does we have um hired an organization to do that hard work for us. But we have a fiscal sponsor who is an advocacy uh, agency that we partner with. And the name of them is uh, Eagles Flight uh, Outreach and and Advocacy.
0: And they're your fiscal sponsor? They are. And what does that mean?
1: That allows us as a nonprofit, while our five hundred one c three is being um, approved, it allows us to receive donations, both on a personal or a corporate sponsorship level, that enables us to um, receive those donations and they're tax deductible.
0: Right. So which. Um, Most people listening understand the basic principle that uh, nonprofits need funding to operate and most people, um, I'm not going to say everyone only donates if they're going to get an incentive out of it, but it is an incentive that people look for when giving money away, isn't it? And so you're saying until you're official, th- this has allowed y'all to uh, start raising money towards your goals so that there isn't any kind of hiccups where you have to just sit around and wait for your own nonprofit status to be approved.
1: That's that's correct.
0: Right. And which is awesome, though, because now people listening um, who, are, who are interested in Volunteering or donating can do so w- w- and get the incentive as well. Not again that that's their motive necessarily, but you know what I mean. Uh, especially corporate sponsors are probably look for that when they're um, looking to to help out any given nonprofit.
1: Oh, absolutely! And you know we are still able to receive donations through Hugs for Hope today, um, but those would not be tax deductible
0: right which people still give that way
1: absolutely they do
0: yeah which which is an awesome thing so the services you offer today um well, actually let me back up a little bit because we talked before i hit the record button and i want to cover this y'all are st- y'all are um still in that infancy where um a location hunt is going on correct talk about that
1: yeah, we're looking for a brick and mortar for the actual community center to um to be placed. And so we are trying to find either a an existing building that we can rehab for the recreation center, or, you know, we're looking for land that we can actually build. Here in Kyle? Here in Kyle.
0: Good luck, right? <laughs>
1: how, I know. How has
0: that been? Well you've been in the your your background is in the mortgage industry. Um what do you, the area in Kyle, right? Is it just a mind blow to you about how much real estate is in this area?
1: It is. It's, <laughs> it's going to be a limited, uh, you know, affordability, if you will. Oh, definitely. But <laughs> my goal is to have it here in Kyle. We're certainly not opposed to uh, Buda, but we would like to find something here in Kyle if possible. Um, You know, the center is going to help facilitate all children with special needs um, to be able to come to here in Hays County or the surrounding area. So Kyle is not completely out of the question, but we would certainly like to find something if that's possible.
0: Yeah. Well, and um, your goals kind of center around having that brick and mortar, right? I mean, what your ultimate vision will center around you having the facility to be able to do these things that you're wanting to do with the organization?
1: Yes. um, It's very critical that we get the donations and the funding. But more importantly, we also need to be able to find a location. Our goal and uh, our mission is to empower families here in our local community by providing monthly social events, so children and their families can come connect here in our community. The center will also provide resources for for the families, where they don't have to go into Austin. But in addition to that, we want to bring some of those organizations that are from our local areas to our community so that we can have buddy walks and other types of events right, here locally and get our community involved and we don't have to um, go outside of Hayes for some of those events.
0: And you had told me something interesting that I want to touch on. This was before uh, we started recording that th- right now today... There's already a big need for families to, to just have the resources available and or to have the advocacy available uh, with with our booming population. do you see that urgency for for your organization
1: Well currently until we actually have the brick and mortar we're going to be providing um, events and social you know monthly social um, events for the families and with that said, you know the growth here is going to be Except, exceptionally um,
0: huge right which which, which what i was getting at is that your, your services are already in need now
1: they are tremendously in need from just when i got here two years ago and i can only imagine how those families feel moving into the area like i did you know i really felt lost because i didn't know where to turn and I was so connected in in San Antonio, which really helped provide ease for, you know, myself and and my family with a special needs child. And so what we want to do here in our community is to get this going as quickly as we can. So the families that are currently here and the families that are moving into the area have resource packets and we can direct them. To some other organizations that we partner with that can help facilitate them as well as provide the events and summer programs Mm -hmm. because um, there's such a tremendous need and we are going to provide this free of cost. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of organizations that offer summer programs and they're fantastic programs, but some of the families can't afford them. And so right. there's yeah, a... Summer term- camps aren't cheap. <laughs> no, they're not. And, you know, we want to be able to afford that to all children. You know, even if it's um, once once a year in the summer that they can come and have some fun and be a kid, Absolutely. you know, be themselves.
0: In a... In a, in a um welcoming community right because that's yes. what you're all about like i like i like when uh, you, you talk about building a community like that that's what i think is uh what people any given group of people of any given niche are are looking for and y'all are that void you're filling is to create a solid community of families that have uh, children with special needs to Where they can come and, and learn from each uh, each other, the parents can the kids can interact and and a growing together process as opposed to uh, them feeling on their own
1: absolutely um, you know we want to provide a supportive environment that fosters the development of friendships and connectedness um, you know th- what we want to do is just build our community here and offer us a central location to access resources available to these families, provide um, a center where kids can come just be kids and have a garden. You know, our vision is to have a facility where we have a garden and they can participate in those vegetables um can be a source to families that don't necessarily have the means to be able to get fresh produce right and then we can use that um as a way to teach kids and promote healthy lifestyles and they can have fun doing it and then we can also use uh the vegetables for you know there at the center to, yeah, absolutely. To make win, 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 win. <laughs> yeah, make nutritional fun pizzas and things like that. Yeah. But, um, you know, the center is very critical for us right now to be able to provide these types of events and educational, um, we want to provide educational workshops. And right now we're utilizing other facilities, but as we get more and more recognized and the need continues to grow and we find those needs within the community, we really need the the center to be able to house, you know, those other organizations to come and Mm -hmm. help these families as well. Absolutely. So, I thank you for for helping us get the word out. Yeah, no,
0: when, yeah. When you f- first reached out, it's like, yeah, that sounds like something people need to know about because awareness is like step one, right? Yes, and and then the the rest can fall as it may. But awareness, as, as we can do our part for the awareness, you know, then then people can react or not react. But we're hoping they react. But I, I did want to uh, ask about um, you know your services seem like they would be a good fit to collaborate with other organizations. like specifically like the school district is the, is Hey CISD, Have you already approached them? Do y'all have, do y'all already collaborate or is there like future plans for y'all to uh, integrate more to help the schools?
1: Yes, absolutely. I've had warm support from the school district and you know, I am always looking for feedback from our community. So please message me, um, you know, any type of information that you're looking for, that you'd like to see more of events that you would like to see held here in our community. This is a community event. Um, We want to incorporate what you're looking for. So we welcome any kind of feedback and we want to help, You know the schools be able to communicate effectively. Uh um, Well, more so that not the schools, but but the parents to be able to communicate more effectively with the schools. And so yes, we are collaborating and partnering, um, if you will, in in that sense.
0: Those who are listening now that are interested, they want to know more, whether they want to learn how they can help you volunteer, maybe donate. How can the folks listening learn more about Hugs for Hope today and what and how can they keep in touch?
1: Well, right now we have an active Facebook page and you can go to Facebook dot com forward slash hugs. The number four hope today and connect with us there we're we're right now. We're posting events there. We're also um, members of the Chamber of Commerce here in Kyle, and so we will be having a ribbon cutting on April thirtieth at eleven thirty. We'd love for you guys to come out and support us there. On occasion, we'll also be posting events on the Chamber uh, website, so you can certainly check with them. And we currently are are actually in the process of revising our website so our website is not up right now and that will be also a resource for you to go and get information and donate there as well if you would like to donate please contact us direct at 512-270-1034 and if you'd like more information we'd love to hear from you perfect Angela thank you so much for coming
0: in it was a pleasure meeting you and helping to uh, spread the word
1: thank you so much we appreciate it
0: and that will do it for this episode of the Cow Life Podcast. If you'd like more information on Huds for Hope today, check out their Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Huds for Hope today, or you can call them directly if you're interested in volunteering or donating at 512-270-1034. For cowlife.com and the Pearl Media Network, I'm Joshua Steubing. Thank you for listening.